0: That's your brew?
1: Uh-huh.
0: Are you actually drinking St. Arnold's or is it
2: just
1: No, it's a yellow rose.
2: Oh really? You like yellow rose?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: It's good.
2: What's yellow rose?
1: <laughs> really?
2: Is it like an, is it a brewery or an
0: IPA? <laughs> All right, and welcome everybody to another episode of Thinkin' Twice, a post-grad live podcast from a multicultural lens. I am your host, Jesus Aleman, and yes, this is another episode, part of the social distancing series, but I'm really pumped because today we're going to feature our first female guest and we're going to discuss moving out, right? Because I think it's a very important topic because eventually everyone moves out. Right. Whether you're going to school for college, whether you're moving out because you're tired of living with your mom and dad or you got kicked out. I don't know. (laughs) I've seen it before. Uh, Everyone goes through it. And so I think it's important to talk about this topic. And I invited my friend over because she just recently went through this whole process. So I kind of wanted to pick her brain and just kind of, you know, let her talk about her experience and hopefully it could help out someone in the near future who's thinking about moving out, like me. Um, so I thought I thought about this topic because uh one, I saw my friend going through it, but also I was reading a few weeks ago a an article I found somewhere, I forgot. It might have been the Times or the Post, I forgot. But anyways, um in that article it mentioned that the Peace Study had conducted uh conducted a a um a study in the past, and they noticed that the Hispanic and Asian populations, uh, are growing more rapidly than than white populations, right? And not only are they growing uh, or not only they're growing rapidly, they're growing fast uh, but they're also, uh, more likely, to live in multi generational homes and families, right? And I would agree. I think that's a fair statement to say. I mean, I look at myself, and you know. I live with my parents, right? But I also see my other friends are, um, you know, they they all live with with uh, with their families. Some live with their grandparents and and parents and uncles. Some even live with their cousins. Um, so yeah, I would agree with that. I think that's a fair statement to say. Um, but eventually, we do leave the nest. We're just we just like to stay at home m- more. Longer than 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 other cultures. So I thought that was interesting. And so I invited my friend uh, Olga to discuss about it and we'll see how it goes. Hopefully it's a good pod for you. I hope you guys like it. So here we go. Olga, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah. Uh, so let's give everybody a quick introduction uh, about you. So kind of about like where you're from, where you went to school, where did you major, what did you minor and the career field you're in right now.
1: Well, I was born in California in East LA, and I moved to Texas probably like 14.
0: East LA? Yeah, East LA. Hey.
3: So
1: I'm a chola at heart. <laughs> but um, I moved here like probably 14 years ago uh, to Sugarland, and then from there I went to Conroe, and then I moved to Katy. So oh. I've kind of been all over Houston, I would say. Right. Um, I went to U of H and I graduated as an art major, but now I'm working in advertising, which is kind of strange because I never thought I would actually do it. It's pretty cool. (laughs) No, I I enjoy it. I really enjoy it. But I just, I remember I told myself when I graduated that I would never get into advertising. Here I am.
0: Here you are. Here you are. And so your background or your Hispanic uh, background is, you are half Mexican and half Salvadoran.
3: Yeah. Oh, awesome!
0: So yeah. you get the best of both worlds: popusas and and uh, and tacos. And tacos. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good.
3: It is pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So how are you uh, holding up during this whole COVID nineteen social distancing quarantine?
1: I'm I'm surviving. But it is kind of hard, just not, since my situation right now is like I moved out and I'm not really able to live a normal life, like go to the bar or just hit up the mall or something and, you know, come back to my apartment and be excited about it. Right. Kind of a bummer.
0: Oh, no. But, what? I mean, you got your own space.
1: Yeah, I yeah. know. But like, it's not the same, like going to work and having to be there from nine to five and then be like, oh, I'm going to come back and just sleep or something. Right. I don't have that
0: feeling. But um but you were with your family the first I guess like the first part of this social distancing, right? Yeah. So now that you're away like how, is, is it different or I mean I, I imagine you don't have like your mom and dad on you 24/7.
1: I don't, but I still get a lot of like text messages from them and they call me almost every night to say good night. Oh. Yeah. Or like how are you doing, Meha and all that stuff.
0: Is this your first time, uh, well, I guess we'll go into these questions in a bit, but is this, your, is this your first apartment, like, first time living on your own?
1: Yeah, I actually did move out, I want to say, like, seven years ago, but it was right. very temporary. It was probably, like, less than a month because there was some sort of, like, financial situation that happened, and so I had to move back home. Right. So I would say this is my, actual, like my first real move out experience. Where, like, I literally did everything on my own compared to the first time. So,
2: okay, yeah. Um, well, usually
0: uh, around after the introduction, I like to talk her in events with my guests. So,
3: um,
0: there's <laughs> I've been trying to get you know, you were supposed to do the uh, non traditional student episode with me with Karem. Yeah, remember the non-traditional students how um you know going to college like in your mid late 20s and yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah,
3: yeah,
0: And then the fucking covid happened and we couldn't get the studio and yeah. It's all right though. But we got you in for this uh, moving uh moving out episode. Uh but there there's one big current event happening and that's the pandemic. Uh yeah. what are your predictions when is when is the pandemic over?
1: I would like to seem hopeful or sound hopeful and say it'll end probably like in august but i feel like reality is it'll probably end by the end of the year really i think so yeah i feel like by next year like starting 2021 yeah like things are gonna be fine you know like really back to normal but i feel like this whole year it's just kind of gonna stay the way it is
2: oh shit
1: because okay. a lot of schools are, not you know, they're not going to be open in the fall. So, from what I hear, at least.
0: Yeah, that's what I hear too.
2: I'm. I'm just going to open a beer. Don't mind me. Um, so what about um, what about working from home? How's that going?
3: Because
2: uh, you, you and you and I work at the same company.
1: We do. So, I. Like it, but at the same time, I'm a little bit sad about the whole situation. Just because I'm the type of person who likes to separate work and home.
0: Oh, I see that. Yeah, yeah.
1: I don't like to mix yeah. it. Like I like to really just uh, get away from my job when I go home. So the fact that like it's meshed together, I'm like, oh man.
0: Yeah, it's like a like a big clash.
1: Yeah, and so your- try and also find a space in your home that you know this is going to be work. And not mix it with, like, sleep or just relaxing.
0: Yeah, I, I tried that, actually. Uh, the thing is, I live with my parents. Yeah. And so I only get one room, and that's it. <laughs> and so my, I, had to make, I had to put in my little office in my, in my bedroom. So I, I'm looking at my bed right now, and I really want to lay down in it. But, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it, it, it's like that every day. And then I just get, like, a little 15-minute gap from a meeting. And I'm like, ah, oh, just a little quick little quick lay down for five minutes yeah, and watch.
1: Exactly.
0: yeah.
1: i'm like okay we're, we're we're done with this for now let me just relax for like 10 minutes let me just rest my eyes
0: and then exactly yeah and i think too i started waking up late so when i when i used to drive to the office i used to wake up like probably like around eight eight at the latest so i could be at the office at nine but mm-hmm. now i'm waking up at 8 30 showering yeah and then hopping up sometimes when i like wake up really late i'll just like wake up like at 8:55 Put on a quick shirt, make sure my hair looks all right for the camera, and then I just, <laughs> all right, let's go. And then after we hang up, that's when I go and cook breakfast, take a shower and everything. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's a little.
1: It's a little strange, but at the same time, it's it's nice. Right, right. You don't have to really get up and get ready and drive to work. You're just, you're there.
0: What about your family? How are they uh, adapting to the whole uh COVID situation? Are, are they working or?
1: My dad's working. My mom isn't. Um, they're doing pretty well. My dad, he's always he's cautious. You know, right. He has his hand sanitizer, his mask on when he's working. But he's a truck driver, so he doesn't really have to interact with people as much.
0: Right. Right. So he's so just
1: not a big deal. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's pretty normal for them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's good, though. Were they worried though? Were they like, shit?
1: Yeah, they actually were. Like the few times were. I told them, like, I'm gonna go visit friends. This was before the whole work from home happened, but they were still, you know, there's a lot of news about this spreading quickly. It's- oh, so this is
0: like even before the whole um, stay at home order. Yeah. Wow.
1: They were really, they're like worried about me going anywhere. They're like, you know, you don't know where they've been. You gotta be safe. And I'm like, <laughs> you're Hispanic parents. I thought you wouldn't give a shit, you know?
0: It's all a myth. Some, it, it goes, I think it goes like both ways of the spectrum. Either they're like really hardcore, like you got to be safe or they're like, that shit's a myth. Yeah, exactly.
1: Because like, I went to like La Michoacana with my dad this one time and like no one had masks on except yeah, for, no- well, my dad, I told my dad, hey, you put a mask on. He's like, okay, me huh? And like, <laughs> I was like,
0: I don't get it, man. No, I, it, funny thing. I actually went to La Michoacana to uh, probably like week two of the whole situation. Because uh-huh. Everything was closed, so I, all I could do is barbecue, and I went to La Michoacana, and no one, like, I thought it was going to be closed, but no one, no one, like, it was like a regular Sunday there. Well, hopefully this thing clears up. It's funny, because uh, my first episode uh, with the guest, which which, which was, was Alonso, Yeah. we talked about COVID-19, and, <laughs> and here we are a few months later, and it's still going on.
1: And it's like, yeah, it's more serious
0: now. Yeah, it's way more serious. Uh, but let's talk about you. Let's talk about your whole moving in process and uh, or moving out, moving in. Yeah, Let's talk about that whole process. Uh, so I'll start off with the first question. So what actually made you decide to move out? You know, what was your whole thought process around that?
1: I think, because I'm older, I'm not... Thirty, but I'm much older, and so living well, with my parents. Huh? I'm
0: sorry, but this is—I think this is a good time to say that we actually have the same birthday.
1: Oh yeah, so we do. <laughs> same birthday and
0: you? Yeah, I, It's why I never met somebody with the same birthday as me.
1: I actually have a friend who has the exact same birthday as us.
0: Oh, so there's three of us there. Yeah. There
2: we go. <laughs> as you were saying.
1: I. I just, I guess I was had this plan to move out when I was like 25. The latest, that was my plan. And then obviously that didn't work out. So it's just like year after year, I was like, I need to do something just because I'm the baby in the family. Okay. So obviously there's that stigma of how the baby kind of gets everything. Like, you know, the parents kind of just spoil them in a way. And I got tired of just having everything given to me. Okay. So I was like, all right, I want to move out and I really want to take responsibility of myself and do all these things on my own and learn the hard way. And so moving out, I knew would build character. I didn't even see it so much as like freedom, like away from my parents, because I mean, that's a plus. I grew up in a very religious household and very like traditional. So there was a lot of rules that I had to follow that I didn't agree with. So obviously, yeah, I thought about that. But mainly it was just to build myself like as a person and grow. Wow.
0: Yeah. And so when you were, I know University of Houston has that reputation of being a commuter school, but you actually commuted to Houston.
1: Yeah, for uh, four years.
0: Yeah. And you were living in Katy at the time, right?
1: Yeah, I was. So that was like an hour and 15 minute drive with traffic, with traffic.
0: I can't even imagine that.
1: No, it was terrible.
0: I can't even imagine going to like take a final or uh, a test or something and have to sit through that commute. Because I used to walk to school. I used to walk to campus. My, my house was a block away.
1: That's nice.
0: So for my 8 a.m.s, I would wake up at 7.30, 7.45, and then I'll, I'll be
1: there. I envy you. No, I made the mistake the first year. I made the mistake of getting a class that starts at 8 a.m.
0: Oh, my God. That
1: means my ass had to get up at, like, 5.30 to get ready so I can be there by, you know, on time. Cause right. it was an hour drive. Like there's still so much traffic around six, six thirty, especially coming from I 10 West. Like, right.
0: Oh my God. I can't even imagine.
1: Uh-uh.
0: Uh. Well, um, what was your apartment hunt? Like, like, what did you look for? What was important for you? And pretty much how did you narrowed, narrow down what you wanted, uh, for your apartment?
1: Um, I think location obviously obviously was like really It's important. always
0: about location.
1: Yeah, cuz I mean <laughs> I work like in the Galleria area, I guess you would say?
0: Yeah, so, uptown Galleria Yeah, um, so or- I wanted
1: to be within that location cuz driving from katie to here is draining as fuck. Um so I can
0: I really can't imagine.
1: <laughs> it's yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> it it was tough. I, it was tough for me and I say that because I used to live like out north by Aldine area and I used to commute to um I guess kind of like Heights area for uh, high school. I used to, I used to go to this high school called Reagan my freshman okay. year and and that was super long and I I can't imagine doing that for 4 years for college.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know how I did it. <laughs> I had so many friends offer me, like, oh, you can stay at my place if you want. And I'm like, I, I can't because I live with my parents and, you know.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: Anyway, um, so apartment hunting, obviously, location was really important. And then um, if the area is safe, because I knew I was going to move out by myself. Like, I wanted that. I didn't want any roommates. So I wanted to make sure the area that I was in was, you know, fairly safe. Wait, to be why
2: no roommates, though?
1: Uh, I don't. I guess for one, it's like my first major move-out experience, and I I want to experience it on my own, like completely Okay. So, and I didn't want to deal with like having to compromise with another person. It, I know that sounds kind of rude, or less. no,
0: no, no. It does. It does not. Trust me, it does not.
1: I think it's just it's a good first time experience for me to go through, and then eventually, like if I want a roommate or something, then fine. But
0: right right no 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 it, it trust me i I'm, I'm i'm looking for apartments now and, and i'm looking for one bedrooms so. <laughs> because I mean,
1: it's better it's nice i think right it's, right you know you can do literally whatever you want and not have to worry about like oh this person didn't do the dishes or take the trash or pay a certain bill like it's literally all up to you to take care of everything
0: right and and, and i know like for me i i moved out of my home a few times Mm -hmm. but i've never been completely on my own because you know the first time i moved out was for the marine corps and when i was in the marine corps we lived like in these barracks uh or or dorm room styles and i always had two or three roommates when i moved to college i always had roommates because i was the only way to, to have fun out there right and i lived at the fraternity house so i always i was always surrounded by people even when i moved back i moved in with my parents and I don't know. I've never been fully on my own. And I, don't, I, I, I don't know if I was ever ready or I don't even know if I'm ready for that because I've, I've been so used to having people around me.
1: Yeah, I know. I totally get that because like, that's exactly how I felt when I moved out. Like The first couple weeks, even though it was only two weeks, I felt that like, not loneliness, but just the fact that I wasn't surrounded by anyone was strange. It was a really strange feeling to realize, okay, I'm literally on my own right now. You know, right. I have to,
2: like, get in tune with who I am. Like, it's it's weird, but, um, what? Mm. No, 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 <laughs> nothing. <laughs> not, not I'm not, I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing.
3: I'm <laughs> like,
0: yeah, yeah, I like it. But, okay, so, so location was important. Uh, safety was important. Um, what about the amenities? Like, were are you a big, like, were you, like, it has to have a gym or does it have to have a oh,
1: um, Pets Loud, like? Pets allowed, yes, because one day I want to get a cat. Um, A walk-in closet was very important for me because I have a buttload of clothes. Okay. I know it seems very, like, minor, but I needed that. Um, A washer and dryer, like, unit there was something that I was looking for, even though the apartment I'm in right now, they have it, like, on the outside. So you have to walk to go do your laundry.
0: Ah, okay. Like, on location?
1: Yeah, Um,
0: is that the one you have to pay the like 25 cents and you get your shit done or uh, yeah uh, Uh, that see because i think that that's when you have to compromise like do i want to live this close but i don't have the washer and dryer or do i have to like live far but i get the washer and dryer
1: exactly like especially for the amount that i'm paying here in this area i'm like okay the washer and dryer may not be within my apartment unit but like at least it's
0: available on site, you know? Right. Right. No, you you live in a great area, by the way.
1: Yeah.
0: Super close to work.
1: I know. It's so awesome. Even though I'm never going (laughs) in, right. I know. I don't know what's going
0: to happen, but. But you're there. You're close to the office. Mm
1: -hmm. You have
0: to go to the studio or something. You're there.
1: That's
0: true. Um. Wow. Okay. So uh, what about, uh, uh, how did your parents feel and how did your family members feel? Cause uh, I think, because i was reading this article and this article that i was reading i mentioned earlier in the introduction but most hispanics like to live in multi-generation uh households right so like you know yeah. your, your mom and dad live there some some are even lucky to have their grandparents live there maybe an uncle maybe a little nephew yeah um but uh, how, how did your family react to you like okay like you're moving how, how did they how did they react
1: well, again, since I am the baby of the family, they were, they were supportive, but they were mostly like heartbroken.
2: Oh, no. Because they're
1: seeing their little one like fly away, you know? And, oh. But they were super supportive of the whole thing. They're like, you know what? You're getting older. You graduated. You obviously have a good job. Like we want you to do better in life. And if this is what you want and it makes you happy, go for it. But obviously, I can see it in their eyes that they're like, bummed out that i'm no longer
0: at home if you want to leave us heartbroken go (laughs) (laughs) but so okay so you mentioned that you're the youngest one uh your other siblings do you have brothers, sisters
1: i have a half brother well they're all older obviously i have an older brother a half brother and then an older sister
0: oh okay so you're not you're not the youngest well i mean you're not the youngest daughter but or the only daughter that's what i meant to say
2: oh no yeah oh okay cool cool
0: I think I think it would have been tougher too if like you, you had nothing but older brothers and you were the young, like like my little sister she
1: sister yeah or the only daughter yeah that would yeah, like
0: my little sister she's the youngest one she's like fourteen right
2: now and she has four brothers older than her so I wonder how that's gonna play in whenever she tries to move out but we'll see
1: I think it'll be it'll be difficult for them for sure cause she's the only girl
0: right but the, man you, I mean, it looks like you got a lot of support from your parents though they. They, uh, I am assuming they helped you move in that day.
1: Uh, I moved in on a Friday. So my dad was working and my mom was busy doing other things. So I had friends help me out, which is totally fine.
0: Right. Uh, how, how did your friends react to how was that? Like
1: you like me moving? Yeah. Well, okay. For one, I moved in at like not the worst time, but not the best. Cause the whole COVID-19 was happening. And that's when, like, it was after the whole work from home order happened. Okay. So I think that's another, like, factor that made this situation a little bit more difficult with, like, moving out. But my friends were totally supportive, even though they're like, I don't know if you should move out right now. But
0: <laughs> I don't know if work. this is the right
1: time. <laughs> exactly. But they're like, if it makes you happy, like, just do it. I'm like, okay.
0: Well, shout out to your friends for helping you move out during this certain uh, times. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's awesome, though. um I know usually, like, I I I tend to get excited when my, whenever a friend moves out because I start like, you know, obviously I'm happy for them and you know am yeah. proud of them, but also I'm like, oh, you know, I start thinking about the perks for me as a friend. Like, oh, he lives by this bar, this is pretty <laughs> spot. <laughs> yeah, or you know,
1: I can stay there when I get too drunk.
0: Exactly, like those those are things that pop in my head. Like I. uh <laughs> Like, I remember, like, in college, like, some of, the, some of my friends were, like, moving in closer to the, uh, to the bar scene where I was at. And I'm like, dude, this is going to be the, the pregame spot. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, bro, you live, like, three blocks away. And I'm like, but that's three blocks closer. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Um, so what was your, your first night like? Like, all right, you, you moved in. I'm assuming you didn't unpack everything because you were tired, but you moved. Well, you unpacked everything.
1: Dude, no, I'm the type of person, like, when I travel and I come back, my luggage, that same night, I unpack everything. I put dirty clothes away, I put whatever I didn't use away, like, everything. I cannot have something sitting there. And so when I moved in, literally, I tried to unbox every single thing that I had. Everything? Yeah. It wasn't a lot. Yeah, yeah,
0: you have one room, right?
1: Yeah. I had probably, like, 15 boxes Majority was clothes. Holy shit, 15 boxes. Clothes Clothes and shoes.
2: Oh, that's awesome.
1: But, um, no, yeah, so the first night staying wasn't, it wasn't too bad. Like, I couldn't sleep, obviously, because it's a new environment. I wasn't Mm. accustomed to being here, and it just didn't feel right at first. Right, right. it wasn't as bad as I expected it. I wasn't scared. I didn't feel out of place. It was just like, okay, I know this isn't home yet. I have to make it my home. So, right. yeah.
0: That's cool. I, I, I'm trying to remember like my first nights at a new place, but I always get like these, um, like I'll fall asleep, whatever, and then I'll wake up randomly and I'm, I'm expecting to wake up in my room. But then I wake mm-hmm. up and I'm like, holy shit, this is, this is not where I was expecting to be.
1: That's exactly what happened. When I woke up, I'm like, this is in my old bed. Like,
0: what am I doing here? Wow. So, so what is your, uh, I think, what, what are you most excited about right now in your new apartment? Like, what room is it? Because now you have your own kitchen. Now you have your own living room, your own restroom. Like, what, what's the most exciting out of all that?
1: Uh, honestly, my bedroom. I love my bedroom. Because I got a new mattress. So. Oh, Okay. Yeah,
0: that actually is going to lead into my next question. Like, how how has it been uh, furnishing everything for your apartment? Because I'm, I'm, you know, you had to get furniture and everything. You didn't take your dad's couch, or, (laughs) or you
2: did? No, you did. (laughs) No.
1: Um, well, like since you know the whole since I moved out during COVID nineteen, a lot of places were closed down, so it was super hard for me to obviously go into a furniture store or like IKEA. I love IKEA, and I have not been there since it closed obviously so oh no um a lot of my furniture i ordered online like my couch which a lot of people suggest you don't do because it's a it's an investment you know right um i did that and then i bought my mattress and like my breakfast table everything online
0: well i remember you telling me about your table and you said it all by yourself
1: oh yeah i i set it up by myself that was i felt very accomplished
0: that's awesome That's awesome. That's a good feeling.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
0: putting something together and you're like, yeah, I built that. <laughs> I didn't cut the pieces, but I built it.
1: <laughs> it was, it, it's been like little by little, my apartment is still coming together. It's not
0: complete. Right. You're piecing it little by little. Yeah. That's good. That's good. So how do you feel living on your own now? What's, uh, what's the best part of living on your own? What's the downside?
2: What's it like? I mean,' how long have you been doing it now? How long has it been?
1: a month a month and like a couple days
0: well, wow, okay, yeah. so four weeks and some change yeah how's that been like that? How's these four weeks
1: it's been It's been really great, like i I said earlier, I feel like I've had some downsides just because I'm so used to having like people around
2: like my right, family.
1: but overall, like I've enjoyed this whole experience of taking care of myself, waking up, literally making my own breakfast, doing whatever I want, like buying alcohol and all these things like, <laughs> that I couldn't do in yeah, my was, own home.
0: I think, I think it's important to say here too that you couldn't drink at home, right? Like I could not
1: drink at home just because I grew up in a pretty religious household and drinking was not allowed. There was a lot of other things that they you know obviously do not agree on like activities, and so I feel like I couldn't really be myself unfortunately I felt like the black sheep in the family I guess really yeah because of just my lifestyle is different from theirs but um so moving out just being able to really be who I am and not have to worry about judgment is extremely awesome I love that um
0: yeah, it feels like you you kind of have things more in control now, right? Like now you now you have the voice, right? Cuz in your parents' household, it's their voice.
1: Yeah, it's their voice. Now I can actually just do me.
0: Right. It's their it's their way or the highway pretty much. That's how my, mm-hmm. my mom says all the time. Um, wow. And then um is there anything you miss from home though? Is there like uh what is it? Let me see. My
1: mom's cooking.
0: Your mom's cooking. I was going to say. It's
1: always going to be mom's cooking because it's like it's the best. You know, nothing can compare.
0: I think e- even to um, to add on that, I think like it gets better. Like when you move out,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then you come home, and you're like, "Damn, was was it? like was it always this good?" Because I mean, it's good, but then like you've been away from so so long, and you come back and try, you like,
1: you like really learn to like appreciate it more.
0: Right, know? right. It's uh, okay. another
1: thing, too, that, like, I realized living on my own, and when I do go visit my parents, which is probably, like, every, two, like every week, I right. still try and see them as often for now, <laughs> you know, keep right. up. But um, it's just that appreciation of, like, how much they care for you, how much they really love you, and the food, and, you know, all these little things that you never really recognized before. The relationship with them, I feel my relationship with my parents has definitely grown more since I moved out that's I
0: interesting mm-hmm. you f- you find yourself talking to them more yeah because
1: like I'm, I'm away from them you know I don't have them around all the time you kind of take that for granted when you're living at home I think
0: oh huh. okay yeah yeah you know uh I'd agree I think um you appreciate that time you have with them
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you really take advantage of that I think um uh, I remember when I would, like, come home, after, like, during the holidays or something, like, I would actually, like, sit down and engage with them because, you know, I was on a timeline. I was on schedule where, like, I only have four or five days. You know, I actually happened more when I was in the Marine Corps. Yeah. And I remember, uh, I rem- so I was, I was out there for four years, and I would only go there, I would only come to Houston every, I don't know, 10 days out of the year. Something like that, and it'll always be. I mean, it was always around Christmas. It was always around New Year's, and so every like I would I would go months without seeing them, right? Like months without seeing them, and I would see them, and every year they would look tired more, like they you know because they're they're getting old, you know, and so they would get tired, and they'll get they'll look a little bit older, and I'm like, damn, has it been that long? I feel like it's only been five months, (laughs) but it's been that long, and. Yeah, that's interesting.
1: Yeah, you definitely start to notice, like, the little things that you never did because you were just so accustomed to seeing them every day. And now that, like, for me, now that I don't, I'm like, oh, I'm recognizing way more about my family, my parents, that I didn't before, you know. Hmm. It's an appreciation, a bigger appreciation.
2: Right, right, right. Yeah.
0: So did you did you uh, bring any of your, your mom's recipes? I know you mentioned her cooking.
1: Um. I'm gonna be honest
0: but like I'm not really a cook so me either (laughs) me either but I've been trying to like so so I I don't know if I ever mentioned this before but um my dad's more of the cook in the family so like he Mm -hmm. he's a chef right he's a he's a chef and so every now every now and then I see him cooking and I'm just like Hovering, I, I don't, I, I, don't know why. I just don't ask. them like, hey man, how do you cook this? I, 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 don't know. I don't know what it is, but I just <laughs> hover around and I'm like, oh, what's he doing? Adding this, adding that. Yeah, yeah. And then the next day, I'll try and make it myself. I don't know. I just gotta ask.
1: I mean, I've been learning definitely how to cook. Like I made pasta the other day, and I know probably people are like, oh man, pasta? It's so easy. But like, like I said, I don't, I don't cook, so. For me, that was a huge accomplishment. I'm like, I made pasta, I have it for a week, like I'm good. Homemade
2: pasta. I
0: know. What was it though? Like was it spaghetti or
1: it was tortellini with like pesto alfredo sauce.
0: Oh, okay. Wow. I love pasta actually. I I, I just I I wanted to learn how to make it from scratch, but when I was in Italy, I was supposed to take a class on how to do it from scratch, but I never showed up to class. (laughs) that was i was out drinking
1: damn
0: chewy <laughs> well, so do you have like do you have like your little collection of uh wine and and all that stuff or no
1: my collection of wine
0: like wine and uh, liquor and all that like you know when you go to someone's Oh, house?
1: and they have like a little like kind of like a bar area
2: like a little bar yeah
1: i i don't like i don't really stock up on that i just i'll buy it when i feel like i need it that's another, right. I try not to drink or buy too much of it because I don't want to touch it as often.
0: Right, right. Um, you see it there, you're going to want to drink it.
1: I mean, we're working from home. I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> don't put that in there. <laughs> no, uh, that's going on. I like it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, no, but you're right. You're right. I think, um, and that's one of the biggest things too right now with working from home, you're getting tempted to do other things, but I think everyone's going through them. I think. We're not alone. I think like we're easily distracted working from home right now.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, okay. So let me ask you this. So, you know, so obviously this is your first time moving out. Uh, what, what advice would you give uh, anyone who's thinking about moving out? Uh, what do you recommend them to do? Were there any apps that you use or were there any uh, like, you know, tools that you use that you would recommend someone to look at?
2: Or, or anything like um, that?
1: I, well, I found this apartment through apartments.com. Um, I've heard but I also, it. huh? I've heard of it. It's, it's pretty good if you really do research in there. But uh, a friend of mine, her mom's a realtor. And so, like, after I kind of gave up looking for apartments, she helped me out and she gave me a bunch of different options. And then this apartment appeared again So then I was like, okay, like clearly this is a sign.
2: This is it.
1: (laughs) I gotta be. And um, she helped me out. So I think honestly, doing your research first, looking through whatever website. How
0: how long did you look for?
1: Like a month in the
0: house. Yeah, I I don't know. It feels longer than that because I remember it was like. So you moved in where like mid March, early April.
1: I. Okay, it was three months. I lie. Because I yeah. did see this apartment in December of last year, like late oh, December. Oh, wow. Exactly. So, that was probably like, yeah, I looked for apartments for three months.
2: Wow. That's quite the hunt then.
1: It is a Because hun- I'm very picky. Like, I, I know what I want. And so, if I how wasn't many- fully how- satisfied, I'm not going to go for it.
0: Right. How, how many tours did you do, like, to go look at them? Like, like other places, not just that one place.
1: Um, I want to say like 10.
0: Holy moly. Or less. less. You got patience.
1: That's an estimate. Well, yeah, just because like, again, I, this is like, it's not looking, it's not like you're looking for a house, which is an investment, but it's still a place that you're going to live. And you, I personally want to be extremely comfortable with the place. I want to be happy with it. You know, and so it took me a while.
2: That's pretty cool, though, because, like, I, I, I don't think
0: I've ever done tours to pick an apartment. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I look at the pictures, and I'm like, all right, this looks cool. Uh, well,
1: the tours only started when I um, got a hold of my friend's mom, who's a realtor. That's right. when I actually started really looking. Cause she was sending me all these different places and I was like, all right, let's go here. Let's go there. Yeah. So
0: was there any, like, did they, like, did, did they charge you for that? Like the realtor service or.
1: Uh, there was a charge, but I didn't have to pay it out of pocket. That's another like, thing I learned too. I think it, it's a part of like the apartment that you rent out. Like it's, they take care of that.
0: Oh, it was like including so, a fee or something. Yeah. Okay, because that's always been my worry. Like, I always hear people talking about, like, oh, yeah, I'm, help- uh, you know, I have, a, like, a realtor helping me offer an apartment, and I'm, like, you have to pay them?
1: No, you don't. Okay. Which that's- is, like, wild, because I was, like, she's helping me so much, and she's taking me here and there, and you think yeah. you have to actually, you know, give them something, but it's the apartment. Like, once you actually decide on one, they're the ones who have to pay them.
2: Ah, like, broker,
1: okay. and then there's, like, all these other – steps i go
0: from there okay that makes a lot of sense yeah because i I, i've always wondered about that um because because you know i i want to look at places but at the same time i don't know i just i'm a simple guy i guess i just look at the pictures i'm like yeah it looks good but but now that i'm looking no no no, i I see you (laughs) don't do that now that i'm looking i'm actually like emailing uh Realtors and stuff, and I'm like, let me go check this. I place mean, out. hey,
1: if you need help, no, this is off. Hey, but I got you, like for reals.
0: But this is this is why uh, we decided to do this podcast. <laughs> I'm getting, <I'm> everything. <laughs> you want everything. Me to
1: advertise
3: here?
0: I'm I'm getting all the information right here. You want me but, to
3: advertise?
0: No, but if if um, yeah, why not? Yeah, I if I if I'll hit you up if I definitely need something because. I think right now for me, one of the things that I'm like looking for is
2: obviously it's all about location. Yeah. Always, always. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm not big with like, I
0: mean, if you would have seen the fraternity house that I lived in, anything, <laughs> anything <laughs> is better than that. Uh, but, uh, you know, what for me, what I think what's important is just being in, in a prime location. And after living two, three well, two two years where I have to like pay quarters for laundry, like I do not want to deal with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then your, like laundry, your laundry goes missing. You're like, who the fuck's taking my socks or who's taking my shirt? Yeah,
1: that's, that's another like uh reason why I like my apartment complex because it's super tiny. So nice. You don't like, obviously, you're probably gonna figure out who stole your shit.
0: <laughs> like, hey, is that my? <laughs> well, I would find <laughs> out in the military because, you know. You would know, like, especially, like, if it's, like, a smaller dude with, like, a bigger shirt, like, hey, that's, that's my shirt guy.
1: (laughs) That doesn't fit you. (laughs) Yeah, no. I understand Uh, that. Like I said, I, I feel like having a washer and dryer in your apartment is a plus,
0: plus, plus, plus. Plus, 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 right. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Um well I I really I think we got a lot of good information here. Um we're going into this next segment of the pod. Another segment. Yeah, I know. We got another one. Oh, another one. <laughs> and in this segment I like to call it the the closeout Q&A cuz normally here like these are the five questions that I ask all my guests that that come on and hop on the show. Um and it's just a little bit it's just a little random. I mean, you, you're, you're a fan of the pod. You probably know these questions. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's start with question number one. Um, what has been the worst job you ever had and why?
1: Worst job?
0: Worst job. Like, what was it?
1: I think it was working at um, Panera Bread. I'm
0: Panera sure Bread.
1: bread of it. Yeah. I've yeah. heard
0: of it. They have okay. a good soup. So, huh? They have good cheddar soup.
1: Yeah, that's frozen. Oh. <laughs> but um, honestly, like it was the worst and best. But that's just the one job I remember that I was overworked. I customers like this is where you really recognize the type of people that are like exist in society.
0: The Karens,
1: <laughs> the Karens, and the Kevin's—the absolute worst. Oh
2: my god! <laughs> there
1: were so many of them. Like every single day, nonstop. And not to mention just the change of, like, managers that I would have to deal with. Like, there was right. some cool ones, and then the ones who were, like, Nazis. And it was just...
2: Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. But I learned a lot, like, when I worked there, even though it was my worst job.
2: What did you learn?
0: Like, time management or what?
1: Patience.
0: Patience.
1: With, patience with people who you know are absolutely wrong, but you got to just make them happy.
2: Right. That's your oh, no. job.
1: Customer service is your job. So That's what um, I do
0: now? No, okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a little bit, a little it's bit. Not, but it's not the same. It's not. The it's same. not.
0: Yeah, no. It's at like, upper level. They're
1: more. They're more intelligent.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. But no, it's. We would get the craziest customers too. Like, it's. I don't even. I don't know. Like, where's your head at, dude? Like, where
0: have you been? <laughs> what, are you what is your thought process? No, I. I, I worked in customer service and college at a few. Like. What'd you do? Well, I was a. Um, I worked retail, so I worked at this boot store similar to Cavenders, uh, and I worked at
2: Levi's and the North Face. <laughs> And it was just the worst. It was the worst, especially on Black Friday.
1: Oh, I could only imagine. Oh, my God.
0: When they leave a mess and they expect you to clean it up. Like, they Mm -hmm. leave a mess and they have no consideration. Well, it's the
1: same thing with the restaurant business. Like, we would have customers come in, like, eat. Like, they've never had a meal in their life. (laughs) Leave a mess. And it's absolutely ridiculous.
0: Have you never had cheddar soup?
1: Before? Exactly. They like they would bring their children, and like they wouldn't know how to tame them because their kids were just like, blah, everywhere. <laughs> and it's all over the ground, like spread out, not even around their table. It's beyond their table. It's on the other side of the restaurant. You're just like, how did this happen?
0: <laughs> Is this your first time eating? Seriously. Oh, my God. That's funny. Yeah, QSR, uh, quick service restaurants. I don't know. I, I God bless them. God bless. No,
1: them it's- but the the positive side I think of working in a restaurant is just the people you work with.
0: Yeah, no, no, no doubt because you guys are going through the.
1: Well, it's not even just that. It's like you really get a bunch of interesting characters in the restaurant business oh. that come from way different like parts of town or whatever you know they're different people everyone's different right right so you get like really weird strange people who you don't understand you get the ones who are like you want to stay away from them and like
0: you get your old coworkers, like the old huh? ones. Yeah,
1: yeah exactly so it's like i i like that part about my job have just, you
0: um i'm sorry have you started watching uh i don't know if you ever watched avatar the last airbender yeah, I love that one Alright, so my favorite character on there is Uncle. Uncle mm-hmm. Ira. Because mm-hmm. he's so wise and he's so like chill about everything. Uh and that that reminds me like working with like the old you know, older older people. So, like you're Snoop Dogg.
1: The
0: what? Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg? <laughs> <laughs> Snoop Dogg is old. Uh no, but like like everyone's like always in a stress environment like especially advertisement. Ad- advertisement is a stressful environment. Mm-hmm. But the older uh my older coworkers that you know
3: They've been through
0: They always seem so calm and chill and, and and I'm like, dude, like what the fuck?
1: Yeah. <laughs> like
0: dude, it's like uh,
1: But it's like all that like patience and like that wiseness comes right. with experience, you know, and so I definitely admire that too.
2: All right, all right. So
0: uh, I know you mentioned that you you're learning how to cook, but so far, what has been your favorite meal to cook? Or, or if you can't think of anything, like what's your favorite meal uh, to eat uh, and why?
1: To eat out?
0: To, your favorite meal to cook or, or to go out and eat or, or whatever, whatever. Yeah. What is it?
1: Favorite meal to eat would have to be ramen.
0: That's right. You, you made me try my first ramen.
1: Exactly. Tamashi. Hey, Tamashi.
0: But, um, <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by. <laughs> i just kidding. I'm
1: no,
0: you, you, made me, you made me do that one day.
1: Yeah, because it's, it's good. It was I good. Liked it. I love ramen. I love ramen. My brother in law, I mean, has nothing to do with ramen because ramen is Japanese, but he's Vietnamese and he's okay. always cooked a bunch of like pho and like banh mi and crazy dishes that he he loves to cook. Right. So I feel like a lot of like Asian culture has kind of derived from him like food wise at least you know?
0: right yeah because you do eat a lot of asian food mm-hmm. and, and so like like okay so for me because you introduced me to my first ramen um a few months ago
2: yeah. and i
0: was really skeptical about it because i was like why do they sell it in the ramen noodle club and now i'm paying 15 20 dollars for one <laughs> what the fuck Real. <laughs> But, but no, there's definitely a different taste. But what uh, what about ramen? Like like,
1: I think it's just like how it's made. There was this one movie that I watched called Tampopo. And okay. it's a Japanese film. It talks about or it's about pretty much the process of how ramen is made. And it's not an easy process at all from watching the movie. And then also like I've had uh, friends who try to make it. And it mm-hmm. takes literally steps to like get the noodles right certain like ingredients to taste like the broth to make sure it tastes a certain way. Like it's such an art within just making ramen.
0: Wow. Yeah. You never knew that.
1: You think it's just like here, yeah. there, that's it, whatever, and you got it, you know, but I mean it's cooking.
0: Right, right. No, I'm 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 glad that you appreciate the the art of creating ramen.
3: Mm-hmm. Is because
0: it I, I never I never knew that. Wow. Well what about to cook though? What do, what do you like to cook? Now that I you're know
1: uh now that i'm learning to cook
0: a gourmet
1: (laughs) um pasta for sure because i i love pasta i feel like sometimes i'm kind of like half italian because of the fact that i love so much of their food and and like my i feel like my attitude can kind of fall under italian sometimes.
2: yeah yeah Hey, what are you doing?
1: Oh, like yeah, like very like they're sassy, but they're where's
2: the gabagool?
1: <laughs> passionate people. I mean, are. Latinos are passionate as well. So there's kind of that.
0: Yeah, there's something in there somewhere. Yeah,
1: like, exactly.
0: Distant cousins or something.
1: I think so. Yeah. So, but so- I'm pretty. I guess when we like starting off pasta and then i like making um over easy eggs with like avocado and toast like really simple like breakfast meals right healthy anything healthy i'm all down
0: have you cooked for anybody yet
1: no not yet i want to
0: okay dinner party at your house (laughs) (laughs) that's good though no that's 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 good that you have that uh, because for me, like meal brings everyone together, no matter what yeah, it is.
1: No, I mean, exactly. It's food. Like it makes people happy and you want to be able to like provide that.
0: Yeah, no, no doubt. Um, so let's, let's say you're independently, independently wealthy, right? You, you don't have to work. Uh, what would you do with your time? What would you do with, you know, you, you got the money, you got the time. What would you do right now in this, you know, maybe in- not in the, not or- in the, not in the COVID state, but, like, right now. No, well, no,
1: but, yeah, like, in a utopia type of way. Right. Um, I would travel. That's
2: really? That's something,
1: yeah, like, I feel like that's something I've, I've been wanting to do for so long. Like, literally the whole world. I want to travel South America. I want to go to Asia. I want to go to Europe and, like, take my time in each country and really get to know the culture and learn about how they live their lifestyle and, like. Different, I love music. So, I would be able to go to different cultures and learn like the music that they play, what's popular to them, and things like that. Like, that would be so sensible.
0: Wow. Okay. So, let's say I have, uh, you know, I'm like, here, here you go. I got, I got one, one, one round trip. Pick one place. Where, where, where is it going to be? Where's the first place?
1: First place. Holy shit. Um, I think, I think it, this sounds kind of like dull, but I think it would be the UK.
0: The UK, the United yeah. Kingdom, like because, London or?
1: Yeah, like London specifically, just because when I was a kid, I was really fascinated by the whole London culture, like the punk, how it like derived from there, the punk scene. Oh yeah, and,
0: like the Smiths and. Uh, the
1: Clash and like.
0: Yeah, the Clash and, and all
1: different that. like punk bands I was really into that when I was a kid and so I think I'd be really interested in just being there and seeing how they live
2: right right to
1: learn the history of like the music culture because I watched so many different documentaries on like um skinheads and like mods and obviously right. like different subcultures and so I know the UK would definitely be like my main interest for now
0: that's pretty cool because, like, well, I mean for me, the the UK just attracted me because I watched Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, there's also a show like called Skins, Misfits. Like, there's so many.
0: So, good- I heard I heard Skins is good because I I, I I watch a lot. I, well, I would not say a lot, but I watch some British TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fleabag is right now what I'm uh, what I just finished binging. You should watch it. Fleabag on Amazon. On Amazon, you should watch it. Um. But I, th- I think, hands down, what has to be my favorite uh, British show is um, The In-Betweeners. I haven't
3: seen that.
0: It's, it's like, a, I, I guess it's kind of like an American pie. Like, it's all about boys in high school shit yeah. type of shit. Sorry. Uh, but I think, I think what makes it interesting
2: is that they're, you know.
1: They're really wild and free. Compared- They're really
2: yeah
0: like there's a lot of cussing there's a lot of cussing yeah, I have there's to, a lot of
1: everything That's- I,
0: have to, I have to put on subtitles on, but I think what what I like about that show is that you know the you know in, in every plot the character goes through a um you know through a plot- uh through a problem and then they yeah. have to climax and and then it gets better with this show, it just goes worse and worse <laughs> and worser and then you're like, this can't possibly get any worse, and then it gets worse, and you're like, God.
3: Yeah, yeah
0: yeah. Um, but it's a funny show it's like really short they have like two movies i only saw the first one the other two i didn't really see it both? the in-betweeners write it, down,
3: yeah.
0: write it down it's so funny so moving on to this next question i'm oh, sorry i, I kind
2: of like slurred that one Let me take it <laughs> so moving on to this next question um who is someone you look up to and why?
1: Um, I would have to say my half-brother, who's okay. the oldest one. He lives in California. He lives in L.A., actually. and um,
0: Not he, East L.A.? No. Like,
1: no? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> why the judgment? No, there's no um,
0: judgment. There's no judge. Of course not. Um, Most of my time that I spent in L.A. In LA was in East L.A.
1: It's a nice place. It has its nice areas, but um, I admire him or like look up to him the most just because, for one, he was like the first one to graduate from university. He graduated from UCLA.
2: Oh, new no shit. Oh, yeah. Do yeah. you know what and he majored I, in?
1: I think it was like English, but for like screenwriting because he's a screenwriter.
2: No way.
1: Uh-huh. And, like, some, I think it was, like, his minor was, like, Chicano movement of some sort. So, he's very into the Hispanic culture, which I admire a lot. Wow. Um, and he's traveled. Out of, like, all of us, he's traveled the most. He's been to Switzerland. He's been to Cuba. He's been to the UK. He's been, he's to, been like, to Cuba? Mm-hmm. Wow. He's been to multiple places in, like, Europe. Um, so, he's obviously more open, more cultured. and you know, just willing to try anything, type of guy, like attitude. He's very easygoing. Like he likes to socialize. Like there's a lot of things about him that I admire. Like uh, I don't know what else to say.
2: No, that I mean, you said a lot there. I mean,
0: that's that's one way to look up to somebody. And
1: I like, yeah, I look up to the fact that he's always wanting to learn new things, and he doesn't give that up.
0: That's awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, th- I think it's great to have a role model like that that you can look up to and um, admire what they do because sometimes, you know, I don't know where I was going with that.
1: <laughs> well, no, I feel like sometimes some people get stuck in this lifestyle that you have to get married, you have to have kids. And I'm not saying that's bad.
0: No, no, of course not.
1: But if deep down you know that you want to travel you want to do things you want to experience something that you've never done before then like follow that and then everything else can fall into place you know right don't suppress those feelings is all i'm saying and i feel like with him he never did he was like this is what i'm gonna do this is what i'm gonna this is what i feel you know like it makes him happy wow so that's what I, that's what inspires me of him
0: did he know you were uh, getting your own apartment? Have you talked to him and told him about that? Or? Um,
1: I didn't tell him personally just because we don't keep up that much, unfortunately. But my dad talked to him and then eventually he called me. And he was like, oh, I heard he moved out. And like, how's that going? And all these things. And, you yeah. know, he's proud of me. Like, I can see that he's happy with the decision I made just because he knows the things I've been through with, like, my parents and whatnot.
2: that's awesome
0: no that's that's awesome because you know that's someone you look up to and for him to be proud of you and and, yeah i I, mean
3: i'm
0: the i'm the big brother in my in my family oh you're the oldest i'm the oldest Ah. so every time i you know i see my brothers breaking out of their comfort circle i'm like good job man
1: yeah it's like you're cheering them on like good like good you want them to learn from like you in a way
2: right right yeah Okay.
0: Uh, so moving on to our next question, um, what movie or book or a podcast, uh, have you like, what have you been on recently? And, uh, would you recommend it to someone or, and if you do like, why?
1: I would recommend, um, a podcast called how I built this. It's an NPR podcast. Oh, and it's okay. basically about like entrepreneurs who start off not really knowing what they're doing and then they make this huge business. Like one of them that I heard that really changed, not changed me, but just kind of motivated me as a human being like right. to go for business was um, Patagonia, the Patagonia owner. I forgot his name. I can't believe I forgot his name. But he was just kind of like nature is very important to me sustainability is very important to me and like I want to be able to give that to whoever wants it you know and the way he treats his customers according or not his customers his um, employees according to him like in the podcast which is like wow like the fact that you have that much control within your business to make those that you work with like a happy like give them a happy life right it's amazing And it's not just like his podcast specific or his story specifically, but the whole podcast just gives you an insight on like the amount of power a CEO has within their company to really make it work and how determined they are to actually get to where they were, you know, like that's really inspiring. I think like that you don't give up, that you just keep moving forward and regardless like disregard everything that everyone says about you because it's a dream that you have it's a dream that you want to follow So just keep going you know
2: right right
0: no yeah i yeah. i i i like patagonia it's a pretty pretty cool brand but I, I what i like about them is that they're really all about the environment like
1: exactly like they, they don't they don't market like crazy you know like a bunch of other brands like marketing wise
0: they don't they don't spend they a lot
1: cuz they know <laughs> yeah their 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 um, items are super expensive they know that, but the fact is like you can repair it, you can take it back to them and they'll fix it for you
0: well not only that too like that that obviously is a big plus yeah. That's why i don't i don't mind spending extra bucks on a uh, Patagonia vest or, or a jacket, but they also they they do well with that money right like they're yeah. always donating for it's foundation fun, yeah yeah like they're donating to like um, you know save the fucking whatever tree a or the
1: do something yeah,
0: yeah no. but, <laughs> not the <laughs> no, i I said it sarcastically but oh, no no that's yeah. something big like they actually do care about the environment uh, they care about
1: something bigger than themselves right which is what i truly admire about like any like company that's huge and you know they're not like oh i want to be big i want to make all this this money like i care literally about things that are way much larger than who i am as a human being you
3: know
2: right right
1: that's awesome.
0: Anything else that you're watching? What do you watch on Netflix? What are you watching on Who?: um, I know you mentioned the Avatar, Last Airbender. <laughs> I
1: mean, I've been watching that, but that's like, that's an old show. Is it? Are I you a big, ba-
0: are you fan of the, the sequel uh, show? What is it? The What is the sequel show? Katara or? I haven't.
2: I don't
1: have seen
2: it. I uh, haven't either.
1: <laughs> I actually started watching um, Hollywood on Netflix
0: hollywood on netflix once upon a time in hollywood or just hollywood
1: just hollywood Hollywood. so it's a show that's um pretty much about like there's multiple stories but it's mainly about this one guy who wants to make it big in hollywood in the 1940s and um i'm i'm super nostalgic i'm obsessed with anything that's like vintage like 80s beyond or before um so that shows about pretty much him trying to make it in hollywood as an actor and he's working these like side jobs that are just kind of like out there and then it's really like l what is it lgbtq yeah positive which is right. also really nice like back in the day cause yeah, I know in the 1940s
0: exactly.
1: exactly so i like that they recognize that and um just, like, how it shot wasn't, I, I overall, like, the storyline, cinematography, and, like, the actors were actually pretty good
0: in the whole show. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I, it reminds me of a short story I read by Scott Fitzgerald. <laughs> but it was, it was something similar around that. I, I got to find that old book. I had, like, a book of all his short stories. But, okay, Hollywood. Don't forget, don't forget to watch uh, Fleabag.
1: You'll
0: no, like I it. oh Back. like Fleabag. I'm I'm gonna tell you right now, it's a dark comedy. I
1: love dark comedy.
0: Super dark. Okay, well this you you'll um. There's another show I I like it because it reminded me of Barry. I, I love
2: Barry. Okay, Barry.
0: Dude,
1: Barry's so good. Yeah,
0: Barry's it's the a, best show ever. It's
1: such a good show. I feel like it's so underrated. Like people really need to watch it.
0: I think the cinematography on there is. The in,
1: cinematography, the dialogue.
0: The Russian uh, mob that they deal with, the guy with the no, <laughs> the <laughs> no eyebrows. I love that. I love them. So I that's seen, it.
1: That's how is, really. I watched, like, the. I guess the. What is it called? After the, when the show's over, they have the little clips. Yeah, the
0: commentary. Like,
1: and he's like, I'm literally, this is me. This is what I look like. Wow. Yeah. So
0: I actually started watching Barry because I actually ran across Bill Hader in Austin. Wait, no way. I saw him at, so- I saw him at South by Southwest three times.
1: Wait, how was it? It, it?
0: He was a cool dude, but I just felt like he probably thought I was talking to him. Because uh, so I was interning for South by Southwest and I had to go, all, uh, I had to attend all these panels. And so yeah. when I was attending all these panels, I would uh, write, you know, uh, famous quotes that they said or anything memorable. And I would send it to um, the headquarters, South by Southwest, to see if they could post it on their social media or on their website or whatever. Anyways, yeah. so I went to his panel, and he was just being goofy and, and funny. And I, I, honestly, I didn't type shit. <laughs> I was just having a good time. <laughs> and then uh, he, 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 uh, people were like going up to him after it ended to take pictures. But he's like, nah, no, no, you no. Know, I, I got to go. Uh, we got a busy schedule. So he was being nice about it. but So he left. And so me and my, my two uh, homies, <clears throat> we went to, we got out the venue or not, we didn't even leave the venue. We just got out the, the room and we went to take a piss. And one of my buddies was out there and we're waiting. One of my buddies had to go to the restroom. So we're waiting outside and we're just like waiting by the door. And as soon as uh, we hear the door open, we look around to see if it's our friend. But what do you know? It's Bill Hader. And his hands are wet. And he's like, hey, guys. And like, we're like, yo, like trying to high five. And we're trying to shake his <laughs> hand. He's like, my, my hands are wet. And we're like, oh,
2: okay. I don't so,
0: care. <laughs> so he's like, all right. He's like, I got to go, guys. I'll, I'll see you. <laughs> so we're like, okay, okay, whatever. So then our shift ended after that. And then we went to uh, some bar on Rainy Street. I think it was called the Luster Pearl. And we're trying to find a seat i mean you gotta understand south by southwest gets massive pack massive pack yeah, yeah, yeah. we're trying to take a seat and we're like dude i can't find a seat anywhere so we go um there's like a little staircase and like you could tell that there was like a don't don't cross uh sign but mm-hmm. it had fed off. so we're like nah, eh, fuck it let's just go up through it <laughs> we go up through it and we're we're walking up there and as soon as we walk in there's all these couches and it's like a living room setup, and everybody's just chilling on there and we see bill Hader just laying down on a couch just chilling <laughs> and i'm like hey bill Hader!" and then somebody's like hey man who do you know here and i'm like oh no 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 one no one he's like yeah you, got, you gotta got go okay. out so i'm like oh, okay okay so then so then we leave and we're like dude that's the second third time we see bill Hader today
3: yeah and
0: so 30 40 minutes later we're just walking around the street and um we're trying to go into this bar, and as as we're trying to go in, Bill Hader is like coming out, out of some random bar, and he looks at us and he takes off his glasses and he's like, "Hey, it's you guys again," and I'm like, "Hey, I'm like, damn, I hope he doesn't think we're stalking him." Like, I
3: hope he doesn't think-
1: <laughs>
0: but no, Bill Hader, Bill Hader's a good guy. I love him.
1: Seems awesome. I love Bill Hader. He's amazing. Yeah. Saturday Night Live and like all the movies he's been in. What was it when I was in Portland? Dude, the most ironic thing, when I was in Portland, like, I don't know how many years ago, I saw Fred Armisen, and I don't know if you heard of the show. I heard show he
0: goes the- there a lot. I heard he lives there.
1: Portlandia, because he made that show, Portlandia.
0: Bill Hader told me that. No, no, no I'm kidding. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I, I heard that in an uh, in interview uh, about um, Fred. Yeah, anyways.
1: Yeah, but you've heard of the show, Portlandia, right? Yeah,
0: I've heard of the show, Portlandia. Yeah, okay,
1: so I was in Portland. And I was just, like, literally the whole time I was there, because it was my first time going, I was quoting, like, everything from the show, like, the first season. Yeah. I was like, put a bird on it and all these other things. And then this one time I was in uh, Whole Foods with my sister, and I saw Fred Armisen, like, getting groceries.
2: Oh, shit. And I was like,
1: holy shit. Like, I gotta, I got to go take a picture with this guy. Did you? I did.
2: I, oh, did.
1: I went up to him. I like tapped him on the shoulder, and I was like, "Hey, can I take a picture with you? Because I'm not from here, and like I admire everything you do." And he just looked at me. And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, that's fine." Like he looked tired, and I don't give a shit. And he was yeah. just like, "I'm gonna do it, whatever." And so I was like, "That's good enough for me." Like that's
2: good enough. Let's
1: take here? it.
0: That's awesome.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that was an awesome experience. With, I love Fred Armisen. He's he's great. He's a
0: good, uh, yeah. He has a he has a good show. He's I forgot the. Like with he has a show on Netflix right now. I forgot what it was, but it's um with Bill Hader. It was picked up by IFC. Uh, I gotta I, I got look oh, at it. Oh, documentary now! Documentary now, yeah, that's a
1: great show. Yeah, I love that show. Yeah, oh yeah. Well, okay. old guy. Bill here multiple times. I'm jealous.
0: <laughs> it was all in one day, though. It was all in one day.
1: Harry you still met him more than once. You were in his presence. Like he
0: probably, if he sees me, he's like, "Oh, there is that guy that
2: stalked me in Austin." <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, old guy, looks like we um, we had a good
0: show. It was fun hanging out with you on Zoom and drinking some some brews.
1: Some brews.
0: Uh but uh we'll we'll hang out. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you for having me.